I got a very nice gift in the mail. Yeah. You know how I have this guy? You know yeah. how I have this guy? Look what I got in the mail sent to me in an open open box. Look what I got. I have two of them now. Oh, you can dual wield. You can dual wield. I'll be like Stick them under your armpits. Modern Warfare <laughs> you... 2, 80, 1887 models. Dude, the fucking 1887s. Those things were cracking when I was they 13 years old. They were on absolutely my cracking. On my greasy Xbox 360 controller. How did they patch that, but not the noob tubes from Modern Warfare 2? That pisses know. me off. You remember One Man Army? How was One Man Army a thing that got into the game? Was that like two primary weapons? No, that was that was overkill, mind you. And I don't even think it was in Modern Warfare 2, Ted. Goes to show you how much you know it's about been this game. a long game. time since I've played Modern Warfare 2. I'm going to noob tube you and your entire family. I'm going to look straight up. It's going to take 30 seconds to land. I'm going to get the world's fastest nuke on Wasteland, a.k.a. Los Angeles. Give me an address. Give me an address. Give me an address. I got a couple chances, too, because I got one-man army. <laughs> Welcome to Chuckle <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to Chuckle Sandwich. Audio listeners, hear you first on Spotify, Apple Tunes, uh, Deezer, SoundCloud. Do we on SoundCloud? Are we on? Never mind. I don't know Ted. if we're on SoundCloud. We're not dropping any fucking hot tapes. No. But we should. We should drop the Chuckle tape. We could. We have some tapes to leak. We have some tapes. Uh, <laughs> some damning evidence. Yeah. <laughs> slap, slap rapping about just shooting guns and I'm just be like, I come into the room and I break your kneecaps. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll never forgive you for that. And my knees won't either. This is hey, uh, to this day. I'm still not able to stand up fully. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you walk, you walk sort of, he has sort of, if you've ever seen Schlatt standing up straight, you may notice that he's, he sort of wavers like an NPC. And that's sort of what I did as a, as a design. He sort of like has that constant Bob. Uh, um, yeah, uh, no, he's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> You looked like a you looked like a you looked like a geriatric man <laughs> trying to shit standing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the pose you have to do as the nursing home employee wipes your ass. Yes, they've got you yeah. lifted up with a fucking pulley system. Oh, um, Jesus in the stirrups. <laughs> Ted, you know what really pisses me off? Well, hold on. What? I'm well, I'm excited here to piss you off, but I feel like we should we we owe the people an explanation of, you know, because there's one more person in this call that we decided, you know, we had a very positive response to mm. this. You know, we had Tucker, uh, my good friend Tucker, and now Schlatt's good friend as well, I hope. Great friend, great uh, friend. Um, we kissed for a long time after it was, after this first recording. We were like, Tucker, you really blew it out of the park, and now I'm going <laughs> to blow you. And now I'm moving to Texas. <laughs> He's moving to Texas, and they're going to have a little bit more than uh, some nice Texas barbecue. They're going to be doing what some like to call square dancing mm. in bed um but yeah no you guys you guys seem to enjoy tucker's presence on the last episode so we are gonna keep him around and for those of you who are tucker haters out there fuck watch you out. Fuck, fuck you pussy fuck you no Tucker's one knows tucker here. like we do tucker's yeah, staying exactly. around he's hanging around like a little like a little Parasite on a big blue whale. Mm -hmm. oh, and I'm yeah. the whale. 
Yeah, you're like we're. <laughs> You're the whale, and Tucker's one of those little, uh, those little fish that, or, mm-hmm. or you know what? You're the crocodile, and Tucker's the little bird that eats the pieces of food out of your mouth. To oh, clean it. yeah, I what chew do you it think up. Of that, Tucker? That's not so bad. Uh, I was kind of more bummed out that you introduced me right after you were talking about wiping old people homes' asses. That was kind of a well, bummer. Tucker. Yeah. I mean, the the evolution of this job for you is. Wiping our I mean, asses during mm-hmm. Chuckle Week when yeah. uh, when I can't. You guys are stand making up. an investment right now. We are. We're making an yeah. investment, and you know, you're not just going to be wiping your ass with any old toilet paper. You're going to be wiping your ass with the money we are going to. You know, we're paying you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it may be you know, not net. a living wage <laughs> yeah, or anything it, close to one. Yeah, and it's also it's also I have to tell you it's it's net seven twenty, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll see this money in a couple years, you know. Yeah. <laughs> For now, it's just old Ted merch. Yeah, you, that's all I get. That's all he gets. That's how Tucker. It's his. It's his bath towels. It's his. Mm. It's the towels yeah. in his kitchen. It's just all old good stuff merch. But uh, we're, you know, we love to have Tucker. Tucker did a great job. We've been running a lot of various auditions with the guests, and we had an audition with Tucker last episode, and he's here to stay. And I hope you Passed. like him. Pass with uh, flying colors. We're so yeah. happy. Welcome, Tucker, everybody. Hi. And we salute, and we salute him. He Thank is, you for your service. Once again, Chuckle Sandwich hires uh, veterans. We love them. Veteran-owned <laughs> business. Thank you for your service, Tucker. Um, Thanks for having me, guys. Love being here. You know what pisses me off, Ted? What pisses you off? When you Flat. are in your room at your parents' house and still a kid, mm-hmm. And they'll come in and they'll say, hey, you know, can you do something like take out the garbage or do the dishes or something? Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I'll get to it. And then they're like, okay. And then they leave and the door is still fucking open. Oh. And better yet, you'll have the lights off. You're chilling. You know, you're watching some you, you're watching some Rhett and Link, Good Mythical Morning, Good Mythical More. They're trying pasta from Guatemala for the 50th time uh, in a row. And they they turn on the light and open the door and they leave both of them? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Do you know that the amount of times that happens increases the likelihood that I put you in a home and never see you again? <laughs> that's where you were getting that's that's so the geriatric thing reminded you of that because it was like every time your parents did that, you opened up your little notebook that you had under your yep. bed and you'd made another dash on that on that yellowed page. You've been keeping I, track for years. I got a long ass Google Doc and that's synced between all my devices, dude. This is I'm I check make offline and I make sure I have this shit to scroll through whenever they need help from me now. Yeah. Yeah. In case in case you have you need to have it at any time, even if the power's out or anything like that. Yeah, like when I'm helping them, when I'm helping them wipe, I finish and then I leave their fucking pants down, and I'm like, "How do you feel now? How do you feel now? Now your cock Have is fun out. with your potato sack race. Yeah, come over here to get that. your pills, but don't pull your <laughs> pants up. Jump, hop like a little bunny. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, that was my rant. What do you, what do you feel? No, yeah, no, I love, I love that rant. I mean, that was. Thank you. It's, it's funny too because, uh, like. Th- it's it's little things like that, but I'm. It sounds like you didn't really have two strict parents though, because no, there my, were parents no. out there that I've heard of at least that you know they get so pissed off with their kids. You know they take. The, have you ever heard of people getting their doors taken off from their rooms? You heard about yes, that? Yes, yeah. yes, dude. I how the fuck? 
Did I would have, never. Did, did that's a, that is. Knew? No, no. I've read about it though, and I'm saying from a children's perspective, that is a one way ticket to the to the nursing home. That is a one way ticket. One way ticket to fucking sunny shades, or you know, yeah. some alliterative name for a fucking retirement <laughs> home. Just put them in there, and then Rainbow you know, Vista. We're taking you there, <laughs> mom. <laughs> Poker night every Tuesday. Everybody Bingo loves it. <laughs> every other Tuesday. Yeah. Oh man. They and they've got and they've got the uh they've got the fake base uh they got the fake bus stops there too. Have you heard of those? Oh yeah, the dementia villages. Yeah, the dementia yeah. villages. They they for those of you who don't know, there's for for patients with dementia, obviously terrible thing. Not terrible. It's not dementia. we're not we're not joking. We're not shitting about with, this. on people with no. dementia. Not that they would remember us shitting on them anyways, but um <laughs> You know? no. <laughs> I really hope I'm gonna get dementia because of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, no, yeah. I'm gonna hit like 72 and then I'm just gonna be like, you have dementia and I'll be like, why? How did this happen? And it's like, well, there was that one time that, you know, looking at your karma report here. Um <laughs> but there's a a village where pe people who have dementia, you know, they it's like painted to look like a town and they have a bus stop. So people who like they'll get people you know they have dementia they'll get confused and they'll be like oh I gotta fucking get home so they'll go to the bus stop and then they'll you know they'll be waiting there and then that's where the fucking you know people who help them out show up and they're like all right we're taking you home just bring them right back to their room it's like a hopper in Minecraft yeah it's just, yeah. It's just they just go there <laughs> it's just a funnel that leads them there every time that's you know they're gonna spawner. be there you know they're gonna be in the chest. <laughs> Old person spawner tutorial 1.6.1. Oh man, dude, you need to you need the build craft mod now to pipe them back with a bunch of golden transport pipes so they get there quickly and efficiently. Maybe exactly. even a diamond transport pipe between you know before each room so you could sort who's going where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. I never could get really get into the, like I was always interested in like the techets and stuff like that. Um, the like the mm -hmm. Minecraft mods where they add more stuff. Yeah. But it's there's such a it's like learning math in some ways. Oh yeah. You know? It's rough. It's rough. You know? I would much rather watch someone do it than me try right. and learn all that shit myself. Exactly. It's so tedious. Yeah. Fuck that. You know Fuck what? that. Fuck that. Fuck that. I don't wanna um, ca I don't care how to go to the moon in Minecraft. I'm trying to go to the real one up there. Yeah. I'd rather and move it. And you know, for those of you who don't know who play Minecraft, the Aether is oh. real. All you got to do is just make a nether portal, but use glowstone instead and put water in. You'll yep. get there. Trust me. Yep. Every, you will get there. If you, you play will Minecraft, get try it right now. It'll work. Or dig a little tiny hole that's uh, uh, two square meters wide, little tiny, tiny square in the dirt, and then cover it with tiny little cute little flowers and plants, and then throw one singular diamond into the hole, and then you've unlocked a twilight forest. Is that how it? Is that how it works? Yes. Oh. You never knew how to get to the Twilight Forest, did you, Ted? Well, no, I didn't. You never went to the Twilight Forest. What a, I, I what a little bitch! You didn't even you didn't bother to learn it a long time ago. But I, <laughs> I, I haven't. But what I was gonna say, what I was gonna mention, was uh, I had a very interesting moment before, just before filming this podcast. Mm. Um, it was like. You know, we're getting close to October too. So this was almost yeah. appropriate. You know, we're filming this on the on the twenty second of, of September. Um yeah. and October's coming up and I had a bit of a spook. Okay. Are you ready for this? Of course. So yeah. basically, 
you know, Shay, uh, Shay, my girlfriend, we're, you know, she's, she's standing over my house this night and we wake up in the morning and she's telling me about her dream. And she's like, oh yeah, I was having this dream where I, I woke up and you weren't, you weren't in bed. You were like somewhere else in the place. And I was like, it was like kind of a nightmare. And she said, oh, I was hearing these like whispers of children, children whispering off to a great start, already creepy. You know, that's honestly, that's, that's number one move to make a creepy situation is children whispering. Yeah. Um, and she's like, what the fuck is that? So she gets up in this dream and she looks out into the hallway. And what she sees in the hallway of my apartment is this like mass, like it's sort of a humanoid mass and mm. it's like dark and it's like twitching, like those quick, oh, like God. horror twitches. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then she like wakes that. up, right? Huh. And I was like, that's fucking creepy. That is a weird, weird dream. Um, you know, I'm in my office later today and I'm working and I'm just like working away, working on the new videos, getting ready for the podcast, all the nine yards. I'm a hard worker. Mm. Shay comes in and she's like, Ted. And she like looks like freaked out. And I'm like, what? Um, and she's like, I'm just like a little freaked out. I need you to come look at something that I just found. I found drawings on the wall. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah, I'm like, what? So I come into the room with her and you know, I've got a bed in my room. It's a very square room. It's like, there's there's two sides to the bed. There's one side that I always sleep on and then there's the side that Shay usually sleeps on when she's over. And on my side of the bed under the window was these in very light purple, like must've been like purple crayon or a marker from, a, it seemed like from a long time ago, mm. there were two drawings that were bigger than my hand if i put my hand on the wall they were bigger than my hand one of like a child's drawing of a, like a butterfly and another of a unicorn with a crazy long horn right now once she pointed them out to me it was abundantly clear that they were there uh -huh. i have been living in this apartment for two years and i have never noticed them <laughs> Are you and serious? And they are on the side of, and they're right next to on the side of my bed where I sleep. So they have been, these drawings, if they have been there the whole time, have been two feet from where I sleep for two years straight. And you I never, noticed, never noticed them. And Holy the, shit. And when Shay notices them is the day after she had a dream listening where creepy children whispers were happening. <laughs> And this was like, it wasn't like, oh, she tells me the dream after she notices it. And then like, she's trying to play a little joke. Like she told me the moment we woke up and then she comes in and she shows me and I took, a, I took photos of him. You know, it was kind of hard to take photos of him because it is very, I think the only explanation is that it was like light drawings. But once yeah. I noticed them, it's very clear that they're there. I can actually send them to Scott right now for our, for our video watcher. Sorry, audio listeners. I still love you. Um, where we'll, you know, show it on the screen, but just very obviously like child drawings, very weird. Like, you know, she showed those to me and she was like, have you noticed these before? And I like sat there for like a good 10 seconds. One of those moments where you're like, oh, this is like weird. And that I'm like, creepy. yeah, cause it's like, how did I not notice? Because like I was putting like paintings on the walls and stuff. Right. I was looking at the You've wall. been there for two years, man. Yeah. Like you'll be yeah. laying down. How do you not even like lay down and see them? Cause your bed is just like right next to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Weird shit. Like I don't have much paranormal shit happening to me, but, mm -hmm. and I can definitely see a way that I didn't notice them maybe. Right. But like the fact 
once you, it was one of those things where it's like, once you see it, then it's like, oh, it's so obvious it's there. Some yeah, weird fucking Mandela effect shit. And now I'm like, I don't know, fuck did I not notice that there was kid drawings on the walls. So weird. Ted, what, what, is, what is the best scenario for you? That they have been there and you've been blissfully unaware and they've been affecting your dreams for two years straight? Or that they recently appeared? Oh, Oh, okay. All right. See, this would you rather is tough because it has, in a supernatural sense, a potential to be real. Um, mm. It is October. It's quickly approaching us, Ted. Dude, spooky season is coming spooky fast. Spooky season is here. The pumpkin Honestly. spice latte is out. <laughs> oh, man. I, just for the fun of it, I think. I honestly prefer if Shay had this dream of children whispers and then like as we're waking up that morning, like they fucking faded into existence and they're just on the <laughs> wall all of a sudden. And like the spirits are awake and they're in my fucking LA apartment. And now this would line up with, with your <laughs> consistent want to be able to monetize something because now you got a TV show, you know? Yeah. Now you're like some ghost whisperer. And you have a connection to these beasts. Mm-hmm. And they are beasts. Mm-hmm. Even though they might be children ghosts, that is a Call beast. Call me Ted Bacon, because I'm going to be finding some sort of... I'm telling you, next time I do this podcast, I'm probably going to come on and be like, all right, Chalap. So it turns out I found a hatch. I oh. found a hatch, and I'm like oh, going into the fucking shit. hatch and stuff. Yeah. God, yeah. But the weird, I don't... Shit like that doesn't happen to me, so it was like... It was weird. And I, yeah. I told Tucker earlier before we filmed the podcast, and he was like, no, what'd you say to me, actually? It was like... I, I said, you got to move. <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, dude, <laughs> that's, like move. that's a move right it's there. Time, I just signed on, and, and that's funny, too, because I just signed on to this lease for another year, so now it's going to be a year of fun, some might say. Or a year of pain and suffering yeah. and yeah, deep, deep sorrow <laughs> and, and uncertainty. Yeah. This is like, it feels, it's like the beginning of an A24 film is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um have you had anything like creepy happen to you in the past, or is like are you are you spook free? You're mustard. No, no, spook free. There's actually one thing that spooks me sometimes, but I I imagine there's a solution or like an answer as to why it happens. Um, every now and then in my house, there will be a blood shattering, like ear ear curdling. I think I mix both of those words up, but. <laughs> A, a an extremely loud beep one beep that echoes throughout the whole fucking house and wakes everybody up like how and long we all, is it what's the duration of it beep. and that's all okay, so about a that's all yeah a second long beep extremely loud and everyone kind of congregates at like four in the morning everyone is like all groggy it's like a little emergency meeting was was called what and the hell yeah and to this day, we've never been able to to figure out where the beep comes from. It's happened about four times. That is crazy. Yeah, but I wonder if it's just a. It's got to be a fire alarm. I mean, it's probably alarm. something. It's probably something. But you know, see, I go back to my parents' house, and there'll be the you know in the guest room the fire alarm that has been untouched for for years and years, and yeah. is starting to get low on juice. Yeah, that's just a little chirp. That's a you know, right. one, like a, just a little quip and it never happens again. And you know, oh, it's time to put the battery in. Nothing has been that 
unnecessarily loud. I don't even yeah. think a small machine like that could make a noise that loud. Like it a, is so it must be like an alarm, like like a it's sort gotta of a be it's gotta be some or yeah like some that. kind of security shit because it does if it if the job is to wake us up it works. Has it ever happened when you were like awake and it was the middle of the day? No. Oh, only so it's, only at the dead of night. Is it around? Is it? Have you noticed if it? How many times has this happened? Four or five times over your whole life. Yeah, in this house. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. Was there a period of years in a row it happened, or was it like a, a short period of time? I've only been at this it? house for a, less than a year. So this is the current place. I'm oh, at. oh, yeah. I this is the this current was, oh, the current okay. place. I thought that this was your hometown house. No, when you were a kid, it happened five times over your entire childhood, and there was no explanation. Okay, no, so no. this is current so this is five times over a year. Okay, mm -hmm. this sounds like it. It could be a little bit more reasonable because i feel like a lot of houses in austin are fairly new so i bet it's got yes. some sort of like special alarm in it or something maybe it's a i hope it's not something like a carbon monoxide alarm because i imagine that that's a different alarm that would be fucked i'd be in trouble yeah if that was a carbon monoxide alarm trying to tell me about the carbon monoxide that would explain all the shit i see yeah what do you what do you think it might be tucker well i don't know schlatt's kind of i think he's seeing something yeah. You think he's seeing something? <laughs> I think we should probably address that before we just leave him there. But like yeah, is wait. So you like you're like with with mine, you're like, oh, you should just straight up leave your house. But with with Schlatt, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Schlatt is literally look oh, okay. Yeah, he's long gone. Oh yeah, no, he's 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 getting a visit from Bloody Mary right now. God, how do you get yourself into that state? You're like fucking Jared Leto with the fucking well, so, okay, so the second thing that happened to me was was over this weekend, because we were talking on the podcast about drinking and tequila, and I was, right. you know, trying to sell tequila to oh, you. Oh, good call, actually. Thank you, really? Ted. Yeah, oh, you're, oh right. you're doing another shot. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, you got to stay, you got to stay hydrated, you know? That's what they say, kids. I'm all about stay hydration. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad every time. I never even expect it every time. I know, it's not, it doesn't seem like you like it. It seems like it's, uh, it seems like you're forcing yourself to do it. Or maybe some other otherworldly forces. Forcing the voices. I have a there's, the a, there's little children in my dreams. There's little children <laughs> in my dreams that say drink Jack Daniels every night, every day for good health. <laughs> my good grandma made me drive drunk, officer. Please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what happened to me this weekend was just like, you know, we were talking about hangovers, and one of the things we talked about in the mm -hmm. last podcast was, would you rather, you know live your life as a fun drunk or live your life dealing with a hangover and then that coming weekend you know i i uh we met shane i met uh eddie and uh eddie burbeck and uh chrissy tiber's girlfriend out for drinks and you know it was a fine night that next morning though strangely significant hangover i got Ooh. where you know and i and i thought ghosts were involved just kidding um <laughs> And it was a real bad hangover. And that night, I had like planned a haircut in the morning at like 11 a.m. And I woke up and I was like, it was one of those hangovers where it was, you know, we, I woke up and I was like, fuck, this is going to be a bad yeah. morning. I'm done yeah. for the rest of the day. Any plans we might have had are out the window. But I had to go to get my haircut with my guy, Thomas, at Floyd's. Oh, you can't okay? leave Thomas hanging. 
I can't. I can't leave you can't Thomas hanging. Thomas hanging. Because I know who, whenever I, know I what talk he's talking to him, about, I know who Thomas is. And he's cool too because hanging. we have good conversations whenever I go get this haircut with Thomas. You know, he's got this whole thing where somehow peacocks come up every time I talk to him. You oh. know, I get a haircut with him, and he's like terrified of peacocks because apparently they're all over the place in San Diego. That's besides the point, though. Um, so you know, I I had to drop Shay off because she had another appointment, and then I'm thinking I'm fine. I took my Alka Seltzer all that. And then I get back in the car after I drop her off and I'm about to go on my way to my haircut. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes away from my place. I'm like, Oh shit. I feel like I might actually need to throw up, but I'm not sure. It's like one of those little feelings just kind of lying under the radar. It's like like, right at your throat. You're like, it's, it's knocking on the door. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, Maybe even less so than that. That's maybe further along than I was, but I knew okay. that it was like it was more like a just a feeling where I'm like, all right, that's on the table now. Throwing up is on the table. <laughs> so I, I'm like, I could probably make it because I want to get this haircut because I fucking wait like a month and a half to get a haircut every time. Um, so I drive to the haircut place. I go in, and then the first thing I do is I walk into the bathroom just to check one more time because the last thing that I want to do is fucking be in the chair with the fucking whatever the smock that you have on is and then just be instead of hair falling onto my onto it is just fucking barf so i like make sure i'm good and then i go in and then i go through the whole haircut you know we're chatting we're having a good time i'm feeling it kind of increase but i stick it out and i'm like and i and i start to tell myself i'm not gonna throw up i go i pay i live my good tip and then I get back in the car and I'm supposed to pick Shay up, but then it's like it hits up another notch. And I'm like, <sighs> oh man, I'm driving home. I'm starting to make a commentary with my own brain where I'm like <laughs> saying to <laughs> where I'm saying to myself, I'm and, and this is actually something I was saying to myself in my head, where I'm like, man, no, it's such a great time to be just driving home normally for no reason. I don't feel like I need to throw up at all. I'm completely in good health. Like, just trying to convince myself. (laughs) You're gaslighting your own brain. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hoping that that would work. Um, And I I, I make it home, but not without dealing with, like, a fucking full 12 minutes of L.A. traffic right before my exit. (sighs) Um, I pull into the place. I am walking up the stairs, and it was almost similar to how when you're you need to like shit or something and you get closer to like when you can shit and like it's that feeling starts to increase except it was like throw up so i'm walking up the stairs and you know how there's those little stairs from where you park in my apartment and it's like yeah as i'm walking up the stairs you know that one feeling where you feel the saliva receptors in your mouth start Mm -hmm. to activate and it's like it's close so i'm getting up to the door i'm fiddling with my keys trying to open it swing the slam the door double stair run up the stairs i get to the the the, the toilet up and then it it's all done and i wow. it was like <laughs> and you expand. last second shit last That's fucking crazy. second shit and i had to like sit through a whole haircut and then traffic and then get all the way into the but i was like it was it was one of those things where it was like it was like a nothing fucking hammer throw. It was annoying. But, it wasn't any purpose. It was just water. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ted, it, it it always helps to just throw up though. Like if you know you're gonna do it, why would you delay the inevitable? Because the, well, that hour of your life was just was just like probably pure torment for you. Because you knew it was, it was coming. 
Yeah, it was just I was just, just I was nut up. And I was nervous. Go in the barber bathroom. Say sorry to 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 who is the guy? Thomas. Thomas. Say sorry to Thomas. Yeah. I got to go bar frills quick. And then you're fine when you when you're done. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're totally right. It was because I was already out when those first hints. Because you can have a hangover and you can like be fine. And you're like, and there's yeah. no there's no problem. And you're just gonna have like you're just gonna feel groggy for the rest of the day. And I thought yeah. I was in that position, but it was when I had already dropped Shay off. And I was like, oh, okay, this is actually going to be a, a factor here. So there were like multiple scenarios that were playing out of my head. One of them being, you know, maybe I'm going to need to pull over to the side of the road and look like one of those fucking L.A. crazies That's throwing brutal. up on the fucking sidewalk. Or and I, di I didn't want that. Or you could have just leaned over on the passenger side of the Tacoma and threw up into the gaping hole that is present. So, under the passenger seat that is okay. still there and you haven't now, fixed. Now, hold on. Back it up here. Yeah. Because this is something that I have been seeing on the Chuckle Sandwich subreddit, which people should join if you haven't already, um, where there have been mentions yeah. of a hole in my car. I now know where it came from. Under the passenger seat in the Toyota Tacoma, where your feet would normally go if you're sitting in Ted's truck, uh, or a normal truck with no hole in it. There is a huge gaping hole where you can look down and you can see the, the cement and the pavement below you. You can see it fly by. What are you talking about? I have what do you never mean, what heard am I this talking? before. You're gaslighting me. I'm not You're gaslighting. gaslighting me. There is no hole. Tucker, you have been in my truck. Is there a hole in my truck? Is this true? You've been in the past. Massive hole. Massive no, hole. You massive hole, massive hole. You Thank you, Tucker. Thank you, you for your just, service, Tucker. Thank yeah, you for your get, service. Get Eddie on here. Eddie will vouch. He fucking had to prop himself up in that hole. <laughs> you, you have to like sit up. It's like you're in stirrups. You have to sit like this. It's miserable. Else, you're, else your feet fall directly into the hole, How and it feels. It's like you're on a little roller coaster where they they just they're hold, you're strapped in via your armpits. It just goes all the way around you. You're Little eggies are sinking. Uh, they're just free, free floating. It's just, just a terrible experience. How big do you think? How how big is this hole? Describe the hole to me. It is at least the size a basketball could fit through it. No, shut yes. the fuck up. Yes, shut. I'm the not fuck lying to you. Up. Why there would I lie a, about this? Why would you lie about there being a basketball-sized hole in the passenger side why of my car? Why would I lie? I want how you to fix it. Get how am I going to get groceries home, Flat? You. It's a pickup truck. You probably put him in the bed. No, I put him in the in the. In, cause I've got frozen. Then why stuff. do you have a pickup truck if you sun? put it in, if you don't use the bed for anything? Of course, there's a hole in there. You you don't care about the hole. All your cargo goes in the bed of the pickup truck. How would I? What if it was a hot day and it, like it would be such a glaring problem in L.A. where it's like an especially hot day during the summer and like I wouldn't be able to get the car cool because there's a basketball-sized hole in it. Your car has air conditioning problems. It's historically had problems with the air conditioning. Got, you cannot even refute that. They Okay, you're right, but they got fixed, okay? They got fixed, and it didn't got have it. anything. And when I took it to Midas, they didn't tell me anything about a basketball-sized fucking hole in my Tacoma. And I'll tell you another thing. Tacomas are known, notably known, for to not corrode, having basketball-sized hole. To have to have huge problems with the material at the bottom of the truck, that's what they're known for. 
It would never happen. Never would happen in a Toyota Hilux. Have you held a basketball in your life? Do you understand how big a hole you're describing right now? I can palm a basketball, and and one would easily fit through there. You could fit a baby through that. Do you know how scary it is to sit passenger seat in your car? Your girlfriend must must think you're holding her hostage sometimes, because the amount of shit she has to put up with with the hole in the passenger side of the Toyota Tacoma. I just find it remarkable because this is something that you have mentioned tens of episodes ago. Like you probably mentioned this maybe because I saw a post about it where people were like, can somebody direct me to this episode where Schlatt ta- or somebody talks about a hole in Ted's car and Charlie's talked about it too. Rest in peace. Ha- yeah. So sorry. What happened? Terrible. Sorry, terrible news. Terrible news. Right. Terribly news. Terrible news that we weren't involved in. No, at all. Not at all. Had not no at involvement all. in. Tucker, thank um, you for your service. But, <laughs> I, again, I just, it was, where did, how did it come up in the first place? Was it because, was it that time I was driving you, driving you when you dropped off your rental when you were in LA yes. at one time with the yes. green Tesla? Yes. And you know, another funny thing about Ted driving his Toyota Tacoma, I'll put out there. When he's navigating, he's got one of those clips that he, the phone rests on. He has the navigation on in fucking landscape mode. He this motherfucker, this mother not only does this motherfucker use satellite mode instead of regular map mode in Google 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 Maps, so it you see like a fucking picture of where he's going instead of just a regular map like a normal person. What's wrong with satellite? He, mode? he clips the phone in and he turns it sideways. Like he's watching a fucking movie on the road, telling him where to go as What's the pictures go by him. This is, it's just, just no one else has ever done it, and it just makes sense to me why there's a hole there and you haven't fixed it now because it, it's just the way you are. There are some advantages to having the navigation landscape. That okay? is not simply not true. If I'm sorry. I'm going to stop this conversation right here. I'm putting a I'm I'm plugging the hole in this conversation right now, Ted. The basketball size hole because there is absolutely no situation where if the phone is turned sideways, this would help with navigation. You need to know where you're going at all times and if you're if you're like a normal person, you have the phone positioned in the way where it follows you instead of points north. Well, you need you to know how it. far you're going until a turn comes. And the fact that it's in landscape mode completely cuts off that opportunity. What are you worried about? What's to the fucking right and left of you while you're driving, or what well, turn you have to make? You know, you're in Austin, okay? It's just all fucking straight roads and nothingness out there. Just sand. fucking suburban sand. sprawl, as I've yeah. said. In, in L.A., it's like you're taking left turns, you're taking right turns. What's nice about the landscape is it says you, you can see more to the right and left of where you're at. So you can see, oh, I'm taking a right turn, and then there's going to be a left, too. You can see that, okay? No, you can't, because if one's it. coming up, if one's coming up, you don't see it on the map. If you're in <laughs> portrait mode like a normal fucking functioning human oh, so who has a hole in their is. car, who <laughs> a hole in their car, you have that extra length to be able to tell how far the turn is coming. I will say one thing. There yeah. is... Maybe it is maybe a habitual thing though that I do have it in landscape mode though mm. because for the longest time I didn't have that clip um, and Tucker can attest to this for a very long time what I would do is I would just take the phone and I would place it on my speedometer. Oh, dude! Like the time you rear-ended that guy, <laughs> <laughs> and then you blamed it on me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, oh, I'd love to hear that, that story. That, that well, that was a that was a bit of a fuck up. I'll admit that was a bit of a fuck up. I a GPS induced fuck up. It was. I was trying to adjust the GPS. Usually, I would have Tucker do it. This was on the big road trip we did in 2016, and Tucker was sleeping. We were in actually we were in California, and we were actually traveling back east, and we were in like some like move stop move stop traffic. And I was trying to adjust the stuff, and I wasn't paying attention. And then I fucking nailed someone from behind. Wasn't Man. going that fast. I didn't, you know. Nobody's dead that you could find. Fair. Maybe you could find it if you did a freedom of information request. But um, good luck getting one of those. Yeah, good luck getting one of those. <laughs> that's what I say. Um, it wasn't that. I mean, I did though. After it happened, be like, Tucker, what the hell? <laughs> Tucker, what the hell? What are you sleeping for? Now we're in an accident. Yeah, that's when your gaslighting began, dude. Oh, don't don't set the seeds for that, man. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, don't think I have a basketball-sized hole in my car, though. Um, there is one. Okay, I'll just let there the people. One. I'll let the people decide what they want. Um, you know, I don't know an opinion of mine that I feel very strongly about, Ted. Yeah, I do actually. I got first of all, I got a lot of opinions people don't like. Mm-hmm. Second of all. I think, in no uncertain terms, that mini M&Ms are the superior version of M&Ms. Oh, you know, there's a lot of things that you say on this podcast that I might, uh, that some would consider disastrous. Uh Uh, They would say this is, preposterous is another word. Some Mm -hmm. of the things you say, like, you know, that you could, you know, take down a German Shepherd with one kick or catch a hawk as it's diving. You just got to get lucky. But that being said, what you're saying right now, that is a scholar's words coming out of your mouth. You sound Uh like a poet right now because that Mm -hmm. is damn true. And anyone who believes otherwise, anyone who thinks that regular M&Ms even hold a fucking, even hold a fucking candle, a candle to mini M&Ms, I will come to your house and beat the shit out of you Mm -hmm. personally. And come in your house too. He'll come to your house and come in your house and beat the shit out of you. Yeah, and I'll leave a large gaping hole in the passenger side seat of your little truck. <laughs> and he's done it before. He's got evidence. Oh, um, oh I need I have all the evidence I need. Do you, you know? Have, have you ever gotten in an argument with someone about whether or not the mini M and M's are are no. superior? Because I feel like it's one of those things where you know you can because they come in the little thing. They come in such a cute such better packaging you can reseal it like this is so many so many reasons why mini m&ms are superior uh i've never actually gotten in an argument with with someone about it though because you wish you could it's not something i you know have ever really felt strongly about until i was in new york city a couple Mm. days ago yeah with tom simons right actually we we should we could talk about that too as well yeah you know yeah it's probably uh, out it's probably out by well, now. Well, it'll definitely be out because it's coming out a week from now, and he's, he's yeah. releasing it like every day. But continue. I went to New York City to see Tom Simons. He is my, I am his idol. Apparently, <laughs> apparently I'm his idol. And I met him in Times Square. We did some stupid shit. so graceful, shit. too. You have such grace for his for, We did for some st- stupid shit in Times Square. I actually saw someone. Um, it was so strange in Times Square. Tommy's just like, wait, holy shit. He points at, at this kid who's just literally 10 feet away from me standing there in the old Schlatt and co sweater 
that I must have sold three fucking years ago. Like 2019, like 2019 SP Live wow. Shalat and Co. sweater. And I'm just I unplugged my headset, but I'm just standing there looking at him, and he looks at me, and I swear, I swear to God, we just at the same time, completely in sync. We just start pointing at each other. And we hold this for probably 15 seconds before even saying shit. It, it was like that's such a awesome. weird coincidence. It's so cool. Either way, Dude. that's not the point. He was like, he was like in a competition with Tommy to like out Schlatt fan the other. And yeah. so there were there were Queen references flying. There were 9-11 references. It was a it was a it was a pandemonium out there. Wow. And then during this conversation, this kid was in college. During this conversation, it was all three of us standing in Times Square. A little child asked to take a photo with Tommy. You and, must have had it. And we you were like, we were like, ass, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to Times Square. We were dicking around in Times Square. And there's this cool thing in Times Square called M&M World, where they have a bunch of M&Ms. And there's just a shit ton of them. And, it, and every different variety you could have asked for. Yeah. Every different shape, size, flavor. And my God, we got a shit ton of M&Ms. The mini ones are just the best. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it loud and proud with my chest puffed out. Mini M&Ms are the best way to enjoy M&Ms. For everything from the, the packaging, the, the lid that pops up, that makes a satisfying noise, to just how bite-sized they are. They I'm feel better. Like it's a, like, I'm they snapping feel, like it's slam poetry. They feel better in your hand. There's something about the way they feel. They're less smooth. They they have a little bit of roughness to them that just feels way more tactile than regular M&Ms. Oh, a little bit and of there's something about there's something about the taste as well. Like maybe the ratios are different from the regular M&Ms. Well, I'm but sure they're that just the, so much better. I'm sure the shell, the shell surely has a different taste. So I yeah. imagine that maybe because the shell material to chocolate ratio is higher, maybe that mm. does change the taste. That's an maybe. interesting point. The taste probably is a little bit different. Wow. Oh, it's very different. And you can I will say this though. Mm. And this might ruffle some feathers in the community. And I'm but I've never been afraid to speak my mind. Um I, I do really like peanut M&Ms. I don't I think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with not fucking with normal M&Ms and instead fucking with peanut M&Ms. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because I used to work at Staples. And every Sunday shift I had before the store was open, and I don't even care at this point, they didn't pay me shit. I would Did take, you steal them? I would take one packet of peanut oh, M&M's. fuck. And I would have it. Oh, fuck. This is a and crime you know you're admitting to. This is a crime I mean, you're admitting to. You're embezzling company it property. Is. It is, it is, it is. Oh my it's, God. It's, it's, well, here's the thing. I mean, and, and, you know, we'll decide later on whether or not I want to include this in, but it's honestly not a huge fucking deal. Uh, and Tucker <laughs> I and I actually Staples, both I don't think Staples, Staples is coming after you, bro. Yeah, Tucker, I'd love to comment on this. Too. Tucker, yeah, Tucker and I both worked at this Staple. He's the one who, who was like, yo, you should, you know, apply to Staples. It'd I actually, be a great time. Yeah, and you failed the application. <laughs> and then I told, I said, no, no, trust me, Ted's a good guy. And then he said, oh, yeah, go help him do the application. Ted, Ted is right. Time out. Ted, you failed <laughs> Wait, the application to work at a Staple? This is the first time this actually is... <laughs> I'm hearing about this. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. What, what? is going on? You yeah, failed you... the application? 
Well, I yeah, did? he failed it. Yeah, when you do, it's like 50 multiple choice questions on like how you would respond. <laughs> you failed it, and we went and redid it sitting on your back porch in Acton. <laughs> and I, I chose the correct answers because you like you failed the pre-screener. So like your application just got denied <laughs> by the system. It didn't make it to Jeff. Initially. Oh, oh, my God. I remember this. Your your morals and ethics didn't line up with Staples. And you know right. what? I got you in and it turns out you're just stealing M&Ms. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, OK, here's what I'll say. Big company, not a huge deal that I'm and also. And I'll say this, they made it back. They made they surely made it back. You know why? Because in the fucking break room in a Staples, it's not like they're, you know, you got employees. They're working for you and they're working hard. And they you expect and they expect them to wear fucking dress shoes while you're working there, which I changed to sneakers later on because that was a stupid idea. But in the break room, they have a fucking vending machine in the break room. Are you kidding me? Oh, fuck you. Fuck that. Who the fuck put, like, I mean, a lot of companies do this. I'm sure this is at Walmart and Target and everything like that. Every single fucking big retailer. But the fact that they put, it's like, it's like a deliciously massive fuck you to anyone who's working a low pay job is mm -hmm. to be like, well, you want a snack in your 15 minute break? And I'm sure this is especially worse in, in like Midwestern areas where it's like there's not many stuff in between. Like you can go to get lunch or something. Oh, you want a little snack? Here's a fucking vending machine so you can pay me <laughs> back money. I'm paying you to work there because I'm giving you no time. Oh, It's like a company store for minors. Like uh, back in the day. Really good, that's a really yeah, good comparison. When you go work on the railroad, you'd be building railroad <laughs> tracks and you'd get little you'd get little like company bucks to spend at the yeah. company store. Yeah, when you're working at the Knickerbocker uh coal mines and they give <laughs> yeah. you uh, they give you Knickerbocker bucks to to go mm -hmm. buy at the company store. Oh my god. Yeah, but Tucker and I both worked there and it was like the fucking it was my first job and it was, you know, we worked there in like 2015, I think, 2014, 2015. Worst fucking job in the whole world. Kept you humble though, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm glad that it, I had a job before I became like a YouTuber because yeah, I feel like if I didn't have a job before I became a YouTuber, I feel like I would be the biggest piece of fucking shit in the world. Like yeah, you, there are some kids out there that you know are becoming you know, I mean, sorry, Tommy. Okay, I'm sure maybe Tommy's had never, a had, a job. He's no, never he's had a job. No, he's never had a job. No. Okay, well, Tommy, I like Tommy. Okay, just let me just say this. <laughs> but, but, you know, other people, people we don't know. Let's. I'm talking about people we don't know personally. Um, yeah. Like, you know, you don't have a job beforehand, and then it's like, you know, how the hell are people going to, like, I don't know. How do you How do you have any frame of reference for how much a dollar cost? You know? Yeah. When exactly. you're when you're not working five for an hour of your life for a fucking fiver. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And it's just you 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 give away you slave away for four hours doing hard manual labor. I remember at that deli job, that was my first job back in sophomore year of high school. My job would consist of I'd get in, I'd take all the garbage. This was a Saturday afternoon. I'd take all the garbage out, probably ten to twenty fully loaded sixty gallon bags of just food waste that oftentimes had maggots just Oh, in they, them and little too? holes they leaked all over the fucking Dude, place leaky trash sometimes bags. yeah sometimes Top they just fucking explode a bunch of grease pours out of them i had to take those that was just the start i took them to the front of the store at the front is probably like a, a hundred feet walk just to get them out 
Then I crushed up all the cardboard. I consolidated it and then brought all that out. And then I would sit in a freezer for the rest of the day uh, and stock shelves. And then I'd, I'd get a broom watch out. Mr. Sark. I'd get a, I'd watch Mr. Sark. I'd watch Machinima Respawn Inbox. And at the end of the day, when everyone had left and the lights were off, I mopped and swept the entire floor. Oh. You were sort of like a, as they would say in Modern Warfare, a one-man army. I was a one-man army. I'll tell you that much. And, <laughs> and you know then, what? And then when customers were acted up, he pulled out the fucking China Lake and pointed <laughs> it right at him. <laughs> exactly. I never got shit from, uh, from, from customers, actually. Sometimes, you know, you'd be sweeping and you'd get in their way and they'd be a little fussy. But most of my job was not, cons like, customer-facing. So I never really yeah. got that much shit. But I saw, like, the deli workers and stuff. I saw it happen firsthand. Yeah. Um, Dude, Staples was sucked because it was, like, all customer-facing, man. Yeah. No. What did you do? Did you, like, work the register? So what Tucker and I both did is that, and this doesn't exist anymore at, at Staples, it's, um, it was called Easy Tech. They've got, like, a different tech support now, but it was, like, we had, we had a little bit, I think, a little bit more pay than, like, the office supplies side of Staples. So there's, like, two sides. You got the tech side, and then you got the... the you, oh, actually, there's three sides. You've got fucking uh, copy and print. You've got this sounds so boring. You got copy and print. You've got the fucking office supplies area where you buy like fucking pencils and shit. And yeah. then you've got the easy tech stuff where they've got like printers and computer supplies and fucking right. tech support. Um, and Tucker and I both worked in the easy tech thing, so that's yeah, that's what we did. But Tucker, by the way, did you did you have anything you wanted to add when I was talking about that stable thing? Because I know I'm sure that you're oh, fucking, you after yeah. you're clenching your ass sitting in your seat right now. Because I'm sure you got something to say. Yeah, when you were talking about those M and M's, like I I don't steal anything ever, but those peanut M and M's in Staples has been something that's been on my conscience for like ten years now. <laughs> and I think so about you them also, like, so you yes, also took them yes, on the Sunday shift. Yes, specifically yeah. the peanut M and M's. <laughs> Because they'd be awesome. on that that cart in the back that had like candy for restock, and the the box was kind of open. Yeah. So it just kind of became this thing. Yeah, it was like Someone a sort of an, and and here's the thing for those of you who are you know those moralists out there that are like, oh, you shouldn't have been stealing from Staples. Staples is a bad company. First of all, Staples is a bad bad company. Yeah. Second of all, some of the people that we worked with at Staples were stealing a lot more shit, and it mm -hmm. was like way more significant than i mean we probably shouldn't name names but like i don't know you probably know a better example than me tucker but i knew it was happening some guys would tell me stuff and i'd be like dude i i don't want to know that like <laughs> i i need this job because gas is through the roof right now man i drive a truck right oh do you remember when if you bought an energy drink out of the vending machine or, or not like the vending machine but like the coke machine up front yeah they would have you tape your receipt to the yeah. can to make sure that you didn't steal it right yeah as crazy. an employee so you're up there working the register <clears throat> with your energy right. drink with a staples receipt taped yeah. to it yeah to dude. say like i'm a good employee exactly yeah so what i would do actually with the with the peanut m&ms because i mean that man this is going to be like a theme it's like the peanut m&ms are now going to be like a bit on the podcast but um <laughs> What I would do is I wouldn't even get them from that little box that was in the back where, but I know what you're talking about. What I would do is 
it was always, you know, you would you would walk in and go into Staples like an hour before they opened. You'd open on Sundays because they open up later. So what I would do is, you know, I'm walking around, I'm blocking. That's what they call it, blocking, which is essentially making sure the shelves are perfect. So if you actually don't have anything to do, they'd be like, oh, you should go fucking block. So you just walk around the store and make sure something is like not a little bit off the shelf. Yeah. Super fucking dumb. But <clears throat> while I'm doing that, I would walk over to the front where they have the M&Ms and I would just grab one and I would put it in my pocket. And then while it was on my pocket throughout the shift, I would like kind of open it with one hand oh. as if I was in my pocket just walking. And then I would take individual M&Ms out and throughout the <laughs> shift just kind of throw one in my you mouth dirty dog so i didn't you yeah. dirty dog hey, my man. god you know I, you know i'm just a, I'm a how much they pay you how much they pay you for that job oh, i forget it was like ten and a half bucks an hour or something like ten and a half. dude imagine me working my ass off for four hours on a saturday and then getting handed a 20 at the end of the day that'd be 40 bucks no you 10 bucks an hour for four no, hours? five bucks an hour. Oh. Yeah, I started at five. You were working for five bucks an yeah, hour? five bucks an hour. Yeah. That doesn't sound legal. No. How did you get this job? <laughs> it was, it was. Did they pay I don't you even in cash? Did yeah, you it, was in cash. it was in cash. It was under the table. Oh, like you didn't even need to like give them your social security and stuff like that. Oh, they were like, fuck no, fuck like no. what? What did they just grab you by the collar off the street? Like you're some scrappy 1940s New York kid, and you're like, hey, kid, you like want to make some money? It was a, <laughs> it was a bit of a, of a, you know, networking. My brother had worked there, and so networking. he, that's a, he that's wanted, a kind he was on his way out. He was sick of making five bucks an hour, so he he referred me. Oh, okay, yeah. Right that was passage. also the time. That was also the time when I was playing. When I was when I quit baseball. And uh -huh. so my mom was like, "All right, if you're not playing sports, you gotta you gotta start working." And so she was like, "I know the perfect spot for you," and I was like, "Do you, dude?" <laughs> and then I, that's how it that's how it started, man. Dude, that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, if there's anything that's gonna support your New York upbringing more, <laughs> it would be like. I don't know if there's anything that could have supported that more than, than you know, other than like, I don't know, working in a fucking pizza shop in Times Square or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> like was very New York. It toss a dough York. in the air in the back. Like, I don't know if you could make it. Like, you worked in a fucking <laughs> deli. Oh my God. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, the customers come by, I take a little bit of dough and I slap it on the table and go, hey, yep. <laughs> Oh, and you're yelling at somebody or something. You on the back, yeah. and you're like two, two pepperoni, two hey, pepperoni. <laughs> Cut the tits that's... off the chicken. Let them cook. <laughs> you know, that's something like that, awesome, dude. dude. There were times when it very snowy in New York. Uh, whenever it would snow, I would be the guy who got called, yeah. and um, I would shovel the entire front of the deli, and um, he would pay me. The same hourly rate, but he let me take a drink out of the shelf uh, at the end of the at the end of the shoveling. Oh, so okay. it, it made up for it. It was like a right. good it was like a good opportunity. Right. You get like yeah. what sort of drink? What drinks did you get? <clears throat> oh, you know. Um, what was the? Because there's got to be a staple would, drink that would be like. Oh, was, I'm looking forward to this. There was a good cream soda. There was like these glass bottles. I forget the brand, but there were these glass bottles of uh, cream soda and orange soda. I don't think it was Jones. Is it Stewart's or IBC? Ah, uh, it's IBC. Yeah, it was IBC. IBC. I, was, I actually wow. just had. I, I was nice searching shit. IBC. Yeah. Yeah, IBC root beer or IBC mm -hmm, cream mm -hmm. soda. It was wow, IBC. That's great. You know, say what you want about. It. I mean, you know, 
in terms of root beers, IBC really takes the cake because and if you guys haven't had IBC, those of you listening, you should really give it a try, even if you don't really drink soda too much. Um, because every other root beer or maybe cream soda, I don't really know their cream soda, but in terms of root beer, every other root beer fails in comparison to IBC. They don't even have yeah. that fucking like plastic wrapping around as far as I know. It's literally you get yeah. it in a six pack and it's just these fucking brown bottles. They mm-hmm. say, you know, they got it engraved in the, in yep, the glass yep, yep. or whatever. It's IBC. You pop they one of those They take that shit seriously. Dude, when I was a kid, that was like the closest you'd get to like, you come home from school, you crack open an IBC. It's like you're you're drinking a beer after work. Like that's the closest <laughs> you could get to that. It was yep. fucking awesome. It's like, a, it's like the candy cigarette of, <laughs> yeah. of the beverage world, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it tasted good. It didn't taste weird and bitter like dad's beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a there's a whole genre of like specialty root beer and like sarsaparilla or something, you know. But it that. gets it yeah. gets pretty snobby. It gets pretty snobby. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. IBC is a great great entry point for someone who needs an enthusiast root beer or yeah. cream soda or orange soda. I bet there's a whole community around it too. Oh, definitely, definitely. I hope the international beverage community, <laughs> IBC. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, <laughs> oh, that was that was good. I like that. Thank you. Thank um, you. I got another fucked up opinion. You want to hear it? Yeah, I'd love to. We were talking before the podcast about different sandwiches. I got my sandwich, DoorDash, as we're uh, as we're filming. Yeah. This whole Jersey Mike's shit, I I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't like don't Jersey Mike's. No, I don't. I'm not like a fan of Jersey Mike's. No. Jersey Mike's is pretty. They got them all over the U.S. Oh yeah. Is that true? Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. Jersey Mike is everywhere. He's not just in Jersey anymore. He he expanded. It's it's funny because it's like, you know, based on your opinion here, I mean, it's like not many things make it out of Jersey. And it just no. so happens that the one thing that does is like something you hate. What? It's just Jersey terrible. Mike's is fucking it's shit. terrible. I yeah. didn't even think of it like that. But now that, you know, you've brought that up, now I feel even more strongly. Fuck Jersey Mike. Who is yeah. Jersey Mike? Show me him. I'll beat him show up. Me, show me. Show me show Jersey me Mike. Jersey Mike. Show me Jersey Mike. I actually is actually I get these comments Just some a lot. Giant, like muscular Italian dude. <laughs> I get these comments a lot on my uh, cookie tier list because I ranked my favorite cookie, uh, Tate's Bake Shop, out of like Long Island. My favorite cookie of all time, Tate's Bake Shop, Whoa, and I I said, fucking well, hold, hold on, the time out, time time phone. Let me finish. 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 Ted, I don't know dude. why you're getting so pissed off about this already. You'll know in a second. But hold on. I remember distinctly saying, show me this Tate fella and I will suck him off. And with the rise of that other guy, it has been the only thing commented on that video in a very oh, long time. Oh my God. Do people like, people like do make memes and they, and yeah, they the, bring that voice in? <laughs> well, what I was like, this, say, this aged like milk. Speaking of things that aged like milk. Mm-hmm. I specifically remember having an entire podcast conversation about whether crisp or soft cookies were better. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm hearing from you, by the way, who was on the side of the the soft cookies, that your number one cookie is a Tate's cookie, the crispest of all. What are you talking about? You think I was on the soft side? I hate chewy cookies. Dude, I was fucking fighting for my life on the crisp cookie side. What are you talking about? What are you what are you talking about? I we need someone trenches. to check the fucking tapes, Ted. 
because holy shit, it might have been that other guy that we offed, but I have never once condoned the 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 consumption of chewy cookies at all. We there might be a distinction with like soft being all melty and having a gooey center, but being, anything I feel like I'm being gaslighted. Chewy right now. and rubbery. Like I'm not gaslighting you. I, I genuinely don't know what kind of crack I was smoking if I said that I preferred soft, chewy cookies. Tucker, while we're having this conversation, crispy. could you go back into the podcast? And just I'm check? on top of it, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the exact second, and dude. I paused it. And Schlatt is opening his mouth to give us the opinion. Okay, cool. So, Scott, would you throw this in into the podcast right now and just play back, just play back what, uh, what Schlatt says in this moment? Schlatt? Pick a side or we'll kill you ourselves. I don't even know the sides. What is, what are we, are we still arguing about Chewy Chips Ahoy? Where the crunch? did you go? Do what, you want the, where Schlatt, do you fucking was, fall, you sick fuck? Schlatt, do you want the crunch or the yolk? Tell us it's now. It's not the yolk. It's, it's, in, it's a nice, it's Charlie, a nice gooey Charlie center. Charlie specified you know, what he wants. They fucking advertise in a cookie. They say, look, you get to the nice gooey center. The good part of the cookie. The crispy part is the part on the outside as it I, should be. Schlatt, if it's hard the in the middle, the fuck the you. The crunch or the yolk, Schlatt. The crunch or the yolk. No, 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 no. You bite and crumbs go everywhere. Your uh, gums tear up. You need water. Sides. You need milk. You need something. A chewy cookie is just fine. As a kid, I used to buy the, the big things of cookie dough and put it all in a big pan and make a giant cookie and it would never cook fully throughout there was always a gooey center and it was warm and nice we're seeing, and we're seeing schlatt's gooey center right and now i eat it with a fork you would and i liked it you did didn't you i liked it did you ever get it wrong you ever get it too hard yeah and how was Burnt. that Bad. Flat, you're I being know. manipulated I right know. now. I'm here for you. You're being bad. manipulated. You're being you. emotionally manipulated <laughs> by this. It was bad. I know. I know. Well, now here's a question. I mean, what's the best cookie? Chocolate chung. There's, there's a brand called Tate's. Tate's? That's not a flavor. Oh, wait a second. Tate's? Schlatt, that's the crispiest cookie of all. Is it a cookie? That is not a soft cookie whatsoever. They're and very you just crispy said that your favorite cookies. cookie was Tate's. Oh They're very crispy cookies. Oh my god. They are the crispiest cookies of all. They've got the crunch, they've got the munch. Charlie, you lose! Ted, you said the exact same spiel like it was fucking preloaded into your brain. I swear to god you said that shit verbatim a minute ago. And, oh and let, let the record show, I have been consistent on this since day fucking one. Okay. Chewy, well, chewy, rubbery like the red chips ahoy. Terrible bottom feeder, asshole snack. I hate it. But the I, crispiness, I would say a warm, gooey cookie that you cook in the oven is unbeatable. I think but the conversation, in, though, was about the prepackaged cookies sold by companies. So, yes, and I think that, yes. that was, yeah, no. Yes. Okay, so that, so we did talk about Tate's. Okay, we did. I had, a, I had a, a faint memory that we did talk about Tate's. So that's, mm -hmm. that's good. That's good. Um, yeah. I will say... I'm almost positive that that conversation that was just had in that podcast happened towards the end. That most of the conversation was about you in support of it no. until you realized that taste Now you're was gaslighting good. me. Now you're I'm, gaslighting I'm, me. I'm, you know what? Okay. You're just a big Whatever gaslighter. Just like that. You know what? You know what? <laughs> I, I'll take any fucking crispy cookie you give me. I'll throw it in the hole of your Tacoma. You know, the basketball size hole in the Tacoma. You're throwing out now? You're throwing let me, let me, out. Let me finish my thought. About Jersey Mike. We're talking about sandwiches right now. I don't even know how we got on this tangent. 
well, because I thought I was wrong, okay? And I was about, I was trying to right the wrong. But it turns no. out we've both been pretty consistent. We have been consistent. And you know what? The one person who was our, our adversary about this, we dealt with him. Dust in the wind. Pound that shit. Boom, baby. Dealt with him. Boom. Anyways. Literally. Literally. <laughs> dust in the wind. Boom. Yeah. Boom. We don't know how it happened, though. Yeah. No. Terrible timing. And like a coincidence. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know who's better? Fuck Mike. You know who's better? Jimmy. Jimmy John. Big fan oh. of the Jimmy John's franchise in Jersey Mike's is just not there for me. It's just oh. not there for me. Okay. I just had like a brain blast. Um, uh. This whole time you were talking about Jersey Mike's, I was 100% under the impression that Jersey Mike's and Jimmy John's were like the same thing in my head for some Like wires no. were crossed. No. Jersey Mike's. What is like Jersey Mike's? Wait. Jersey Mike's and then Jimmy John's. I maintain, oh. I maintain for all you listeners out there, audio or visual, Jimmy John's is the best place to get a sub. And it's best ironic international because, place. because Jimmy John's on their logo, they have Jimmy John's sandwiches and then mm. Jersey Mike's right under it, Jersey Mike's subs. And then it yeah. turns out that Jimmy John's makes better subs. That's embarrassing for Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Do you have any strong opinions on this? Have you ever eaten at, at either? I don't know if I've been to Jersey Mike's, but I have been to Jimmy John's. But the only thing I've ever gotten at Jimmy John's is just one of their, because you can get you can get like a really long. Oh, the, for yeah, you get the long, like like a like a hilariously comically yeah. large sandwich, and they, yeah. you know what I love about Jimmy for John's? Like they don't give a single like five fuck. Bucks. They don't give a single fuck. They will get it's like twenty four inches long. This thing is like two feet long, and they yeah. don't even cut it at the center. You just get one extremely long piece of bread and every time i get it i have to fucking yeah. rip it with my hands like a like a caveman at least they don't and they i think what's nice is that they don't do a tear like they're not they don't overload it so like breaking it no. with your hands isn't like a big no. deal it's like it's almost like i don't know the crafting of it is nice because i feel like they yeah. just put they don't put too little that you feel like they're they're kind of mm -hmm. screwing you over but they don't put too much where it's like well now i gotta fucking get a napkin and i gotta fucking yeah. worry about the 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 introduction the juice of the, the bullshit the, yeah. and you know it's what like, jersey mics that's the epitome of jersey mics they go overboard they go overboard they get lost in the sauce and i think yeah. jimmy john's has a perfect ratio and the bread is just so much better i'll just yeah. just straight up say it the bread is better yeah and and you know Whereas I think that may that may come to you know, maybe uh, Jimmy John's was made in, you know, Jim, Jersey Mike's was founded in uh, in New Jersey, and mm. I hope I'm not wrong about this. Jimmy John's was founded in Illinois, yeah. So the people of Illinois, you know, that's, you know, Chicago is winning over Jersey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck Subway. Fuck Firehouse Subs. If you work at any of those places, you need to quit immediately. Yeah. Uh, the only place I'll give any any credit to is Potbelly because they're pretty standard around Texas, but I've never had them in New York or anywhere else. I've never seen a Potbelly anywhere else, so it yeah. feels like a weird comparison, you know? Yeah, I do. Um, Tucker, you actually had prepared some questions or some things for us to talk about before we went on to this podcast. Is there... Do you still have those? Is that... Is that I was wondering, because Ted and I kind of talked about this at uh, last week mm. uh what kind of hobbies are you guys pursuing that are completely outside the realm of content creation right so, 
Right. Ted had Ted and I got into a long conversation the other day about like mountain biking and just some more outdoor Ooh. stuff. I was yeah, because that actually came because it was. I'll go through these phases, and I and I was talking with Tucker about it because I was like, I need to talk through this potential thing before I go out and buy like a seven hundred dollar mountain bike, and I and I just <laughs> and it just and it just gains dust. So I had seen this video from this guy. I didn't. I don't think I'm gonna get like this guy, but it was like a downhill mountain biking thing. And it was really cool because he was going on this sort of wooded path and he was going mm. off of these fucking jumps and shit. It was a, it was downhill mountain biking, which is like a whole different area. And I fell into a hole where I started figuring out that there's like five different types of mountain bikes that you can get. Uh -huh. There's like there's enduro, there's there's downhill, there's fucking uh, all trail or trail all or something. And then there's like there's a bunch of different ones. And then I was like thinking to myself because we've talked about how like you know oh shit we we want to like lose weight yada yada and i was like man i fucking hate going like i don't i would think that if i don't like going for runs and i don't i like walks are okay but mountain biking sounds really fun mountain sounds like a, biking bike riding is really fun in general yeah but like i had a mountain bike when i was a kid and i used to ride it through like little i don't, I don't know if you had this uh where you're from but we had like these little in mass we had these little like conservation areas they're called conservation areas they were just kind of like little walks through temperate woods that were nearby and i would ride my fucking mountain bike when i was a kid through there and i was thinking to myself what the fuck happened to where who i was as a kid why am i not doing that shit anymore i should i've got yeah. fucking adult money i should go buy a fucking nice mountain bike and go on to, there's a bunch of trails around la and go Do on it. that Doing so I was it. like, because because my hobby is my job now, which yeah. is weird. Um, I will say I spent a bunch of money a couple of years ago before I moved on a bike, but because where I was living was not very mountainous, and I didn't expect there to be a lot of uh, you know uh, interesting terrain. I bought one of those like racing, like street racing bikes. With the yeah. very slick tires and like very skinny, skinny tires. And it was the most uncomfortable shit I've ever ridden on. Like you can't even ride that on the road. You need a fucking yeah. tarmac to, to have that at all and comfortable to ride. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like they're so thin. It's like little yeah. pancakes. It's and there's like not even shocks on it. Yeah. Like there's no there's no way to absorb any impacts. And if you're riding on a road, there's going to be potholes and shit. And that's I always... I agree with that sentiment too. And and the thing is too, if you're on a if you're on a bike, like what if something goes wrong? What if you get attacked? What if you mm -hmm. need to go off road? Mm -hmm. You if you are riding one of those road bikes and you hit, especially in Massachusetts or anywhere there's snow, you hit some of that sand, that gravel oh, that's left sand. over from oh, when they terrible. try to get rid of the snow. Uh -huh. You're gone. You're dead. Goner. Goner. Yeah. And and you you pro you probably did because especially when you're a kid you don't wear a helmet because that wasn't that wasn't cool. Fuck that. that. Cool. What am I a pussy? What am I a little pussy? Dude, how ridiculous is that? As a concept, I, I will still not wear a helmet if I go mountain really? biking. Yeah, if we if we spent we could spend five thousand bucks on the best mountain bikes ever, and I will still not wear a helmet. But as a just think about this as a concept though, the one thing that will keep you safe when you get on a bike somehow got the social impression of being not cool. How did we, like, if You're there's right. anything to tell you that humans are doomed, it's like they worked it into their society that being safe was yep. not a good thing. No, I know Just exactly what you're talking effect. about, man. Dude, I, there oh. were times when my friends would come by with their bikes, and I remember telling my mom, hey, uh, can I go hang out with these guys? 
And she was like, sure. And I was like, can I not wear the helmet? <laughs> like she it was, was like, a present? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, do I have to wear it? And she's like, I guess. And it would have been, I would have been such a nerd if I wore the helmet because none of them had helmets on, man. There was one type of helmet that was appropriate, though, when I was a kid. There was? Skater helmet. Uh-huh. It was the, sometimes it was like the look of the helmet. So, like, yeah. if you had one of those high speed looking aerodynamic helmets, lame eh, as shit. You're in some trouble. You're in some yeah. trouble. You might be getting kicked to the curb. But if you mm-hmm. got one of those, like, round fucking Tony Hawk looking yep, X Games yep, yep, ones. Yep. Like I had one the of those. Bowl. It was uh, yeah. I had a gray bowl like that. That was okay. You could, <laughs> you could put that. stickers on it and shit. You know, yeah, you like could put, you could turn into a personality piece. Yeah, you could put like a like a like a poo emoji on it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Chinese flag on the on the helmet. Yeah, yeah. A fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking guns and and uh, I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> Social media um, logos. Do you I know have what you're like talking a, about? Do you have a hobby though that like you would? that maybe crossed your mind that you're interested in? Because you're, you're a pretty busy guy these days. I feel like I I, got, I yeah. wonder what you, what do you do right now? I come home and I go on YouTube and my entire YouTube feed is uh, Good Mythical Morning and Cars. So when I'm done watching my daily installment of Good Mythical Morning where they eat funny foods for the uh, 50,000th time in a row, right? I will turn on... we're better than th- that. We don't do a thing where we eat funny foods, specifically Fuck you and me. No. I don't eat funny foods at all. Yeah. Yeah, I watch Doug DeMuro. I watch Throttle House. They're funny because they're Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other guys. Um, but, you know, I I wish I had more space. I need to move out to, like, a desert, like, even more of a desert and, like, build a house and a big-ass garage so I could put a bunch of cars in there and just ball out and have some fun. Yeah. But, um, you know, I have a couple cars. I, I'd rather not talk about it, though, because I feel like there's this weird thing where once you incorporate the new hobby into the work, it kind of just becomes the work. And so, like, if I was making oh, so daily car vlogs... talking about it right now and in in us doing work right now, that'll that'll sully it? Yeah, yeah, it will kind of sully it. Because, like, if I was making car vlogs, then I'd have to worry about, like... Well, you mentioning know. it right now does not immediately mean, oh, hey, Schlatt car vlogs dropping this... I know. December like you know it's like it's like I don't know in a way I I, I didn't want to play DayZ or open TTD or even Minecraft now on my main shit because it just you know I don't know, just the separation kind of helps with yeah. the with the mental a little bit yeah no I agree not everything yeah. you enjoy has to be broadcast to millions of people and I think that's where a lot of streamers actually get it wrong yeah dude I um I had actually, it's funny, I had actually bought, I didn't actually mention this to you, I don't think, I actually bought a, uh, an IRL backpack, because I've been, you know, this may, you did? Yeah, I I own one now. I, uh, I had been thinking about coming back to streaming, and originally, the original plan was that I was gonna, you know, and I still haven't streamed yet as of this point, and I definitely haven't when this episode's going up. Um, I want to, for those of you wondering, but I had originally planned to buy an IRL backpack, and then like do IRL streams occasionally when Eddie and I were actually actively on the Rainforest Cafe road trip. It came uh-huh. like it was supposed to come in like three weeks and it didn't come for like six weeks and then I was already on the trip. So it didn't happen. But I have one of those and I was like, yeah, for IRL stuff, it's like weird too, where it's like for streamers who like make that like, oh, we're going to the park and then we're going to eat food 
and I have a camera on me the whole time and I'm putting it on the table. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do that as like my main thing. Like yeah. I wouldn't want to vlog, especially not daily vlog. Like I'm okay with like if it's a special thing happening once yeah. for content, then maybe you do Tommy it. But exhausted like exhausted when you saw him doing that daily shit. He was pooped. He was pooped. Pooped. God. The dude was like, Yeah. I'm glad I did it, but holy shit, I never do it again. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, that's that's how I was feeling after the Rainforest Cafe thing too. It was like it's like you do one of those big projects like that, and it literally, it's like, I don't, it kind of feels like uh like you got attacked by a dementor or something. Like you kind of feel in some ways violated by your work, you know, because it just yeah. it's like just pulls all this energy out of you, and then you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna play video games for like a fucking week. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah sometimes um, it's good to just separate it and just be able to have that part of your life that you don't even have to think about hey wonder if i could make a video on this or, or turn it into some kind of part of my job it's hard because to turn that just, part of your brain off sometimes. very hard it's very hard and so the more i can i can separate those two i think the better all right tucker we got one more thing for us uh, to cap off this episode what do you yeah, got? I wanted to. I wanted to ask you guys: Do you think that In and Out and or Whataburger deserve to be nationwide chains? No. Oh. No. 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 Let me tell you something. Oh. The charm of In and Out is that that palm trees, the nice L.A. aesthetic, mm -hmm. sunny California. That's when you go. That's when you get In and Out. Remember that yeah. In and Out that's right by LAX, where the airplanes just come, just like right, right I next do. to you. I Very do. cool place, and my only memories of In-N-Out uh, are are in California on vacation, having a good time. If they yeah. were right at home, and there is one in Austin, and I've never gone. Actually, I've gone once, and I had a terrible experience where a mother. One in Austin. Yeah, there's oh. one in Austin. There's one in Austin, and uh, it's actually open fairly late, like into the morning. Um, but whoa, yeah, it closes at like one or two a.m., which is great, but. Uh, it's just it is sullied to say to say to put it lightly to make it cut and dry for you ted it has been sullied because now it's just a thing you can get whenever and i have a bad memory from the one time i went where a mother of a child who's a fan of mine just took a photo of me eating my oh, burger i remember you ta talking about yeah, this that was yeah. at the internet that was at like the you internet, were a fucking zoo internet. animal that's awesome yeah, that's yeah, so cool though. yeah like i was a fucking exhibit eating my food with a with a childhood buddy of mine who's just looking on like what the fuck do you have to deal with, brother? Look, son, hairy face man. It wasn't even the, the son wasn't even there. It was oh. just the mother. And she was like, my son really likes you. I was like, what are you doing? Dude, that's so weird. What was that? That's yeah, so very fucking weird. weird. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Whataburger, not all it's cracked up to be. I've Where gone is a couple Whataburger times. based? Because Texas. I, I've never Texas. actually, yeah, I've never been to a Whataburger. Whataburger, Whataburger is like... H-E-B. It's like the pride and joy of Texas. People oh, gush yeah. over Whataburger. Uh, I've gone a couple times, and I've never been too impressed. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. In-N-Out is interesting, too, on, on the side over here, because it's like, I don't know if In-N-Out has the ability. Like, In-N-Out, it's an interesting thing, because I feel like people who work at In-N-Out, and for those of you working in and out you know, you could tell me I'm wrong, because I never fucking worked there, but it seems like they enjoy their job a little bit more than most fast food workers. That's the vibe I got. Even though it's really, really busy there, I'm sure there's like shitty fucking managers and stuff at in and outs and stuff. Yeah. But they've got the whole secret menu thing. They've got like such a simplified menu and then everyone orders like 
everything special off the yeah. secret menu. I just mm -hmm. don't think that for a nationwide chain that would like work out and stuff. And like they don't do delivery. It's like there's nope. in LA. There's if you want to get in and out, it's like a fucking line of cars, or you gotta like <laughs> swim through a crowd in order yeah. to get at peak hours at least. Um, in and out has kind of positioned itself as a premium fast food experience that wouldn't yeah. fly anywhere else but California, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't think it would fly anywhere else. And I think that, yeah. you know, I think it should stay. It, it should definitely. And they and the thing is, too, I've got a bunch of in and out T-shirts. They release new in and out T-shirts and I'll, I'll go there and I'll, I'll see they have a new T-shirt and, and I'll get it because it's just like an easy. It's like, <laughs> it's like comfort colors, too. So it's like a, it's a fine yeah. blank. So it's just. Yeah. You know, I just throw that on and they've got cool designs and stuff. It's it, you know, it would be it would be solid. It would be it would be, it would solid, be solid if it were to move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you aware that there's locations in Colorado? They're trying to expand, right? Like the one in, in it, the, the one in Austin opened only recently. Um, Is it weird that that feels less weird than them being in Texas? To be fair, Austin is the. California, is of, Texas. California yeah. of Texas. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if there's I one mean, spot they're gonna go, it's gonna be there. I couldn't see it get I, I couldn't see it going further than Colorado or Texas, though. That like if you see if, if there's an if there's an in and out in Kansas, that's gonna be weird. That that's is gonna strange. be like it's like does that for, belong there? Yeah, like oh let's oh we're having such a good time in fucking uh I don't know, Pennsylvania. Can't wait to go to an in and out in Pennsylvania. No, no, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. And the in only and itch Whataburger scratches is uh, the one where it's 5 a.m. and you need some food yeah. and you've been a degenerate and you're staying up all night because the Whataburgers are 24 hours usually. That's the yeah. only place in Austin that really serves food throughout the day like that. So that's the only spot Whataburger has in my life. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I, maybe I should try it when I'm out there then, whenever yeah. I'm out there next. Sure. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's pretty much. I gotta get. I gotta get on a flight. I gotta leave for a flight mm. in like a half an hour, and I've packed. Mm -hmm. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Chuckle Sandwich. Thanks, everybody. Uh, hope you're enjoying them thus far. Uh, let us know. Oh, make sure to join our subreddit and shit and subscribe and stuff. And, and also, Ted, look, Ted, huh? on the way to the airport, try not to fall through the enormous hole. <laughs> I'm taking an Uber, man. Come on, I don't need to worry about it. <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments uh, what sort of topics or general things that you'd like us to talk about. I think for these duo episodes in the future, folks, I think it'd be kind of cool if we came in and we like had like a, a overlying topic that, that we would uh, that maybe you guys in the comments could let us know you'd be interested in hearing us talk about or something. Whether it be I don't fucking know. Just throw your suggestions in there. We'd love to hear it, but I believe next week we should have a guest on, hopefully, if it works out. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Schlatt, you got anything to say to these fuckers? No, bye. Bye. <laughs>